What if that nagging feeling in the back of your neck was real? What if those hands reaching out from the dark that you believed were there, were there? What if the monster in the basement really existed? And what if there was really something under the bed? Would you have the courage to face your fears? Hello, brave souls. Tonight I've got something a little different for you. I hope you like it. It's the 11 best scary ghost stories that will scare your socks off. The reason why I'm doing this is because we are definitely going into booga booga spooky season. It's probably, it's, it's my favorite part of the season. One, for the weather. I, I'm not a big, like, hot weather, and I'm not too keen on freaking super cold weather either. So fall tends to be, like, the really nice mixture both. Plus, a lot of the best stories are set during this time, Halloween's this time, and it's just an all-around fun time to enjoy scary things. So I found this article from... <laughs> believe it or not, country living <laughs> uh, about the 11 best scary ghost stories from around the States. So we'll start with one in Alabama. It's, it's the Sloss Furnaces. I've actually done a whole video on this one before. So in Birmingham, Alabama, it was founded in 1871, five years after the Civil War. And with it, the need for tons of pig iron to fix America's crumbling infrastructure. To satisfy the demand... Colonel James Withers Sloss started a construction on Sloss Furnaces. A year later, the company opened its doors to hundreds of employees, according to its official site. Working on blast furnaces was an advanced job, and it was also dangerous. The danger was soon realized as many workers started being incinerated in the furnaces and falling to their deaths. Conditions only worsened in the early 1900s after a cruel foreman named James Slag Wormwood took a job at Sloss. According to Reader's Digest, Wormwood took dangerous risks in order to increase production. As a result, nearly 50 employees died on site, and many were involved in terrible accidents during his tenure. Allegedly, in retaliation, his workers tossed him in the furnace in 1906. You can still core the grounds today, if you dare. While there, you just might hear the voice of Slag telling his employees to GET BACK TO WORK! along with other paranormal occurrences. Sloss even hosts a Fright Night every year around Halloween that's heavily based on the Slag story. I don't know what the deal is. I have the hardest time saying Sloss. I just want to say Slosh, and that's it. Sloss sounds so fucking weird to me, and it, I have such a hard time saying it that I'm so glad that stories are worth. So number two is The Crying Lady in the Dakota. It's a hotel in New York City. So the Dakota, an apartment, or sorry, an apartment building in New York City, has been home to many rich and famous residents since it's opened back in 1884. John Lennon and Yoko Ono moved into the building in 1973, and John was also assassinated outside the structure on December 8, 1980. Before his death, John claimed he saw a crying lady ghost roaming the halls. Then, after John died, Yoko who still lives in the building, said she witnessed John's ghost sitting at his piano. Yoko says John told her, Don't be afraid. I'm still with you. Number three is The Bell Witch in Adams, Tennessee. If you're a scary movie lover, you might actually know about The Bell Witch. The films in American Haunting and The Blair Witch Project are based both on the story. Way back in the early 1800s, 
a man named John Bell moved his family to an area in Tennessee called Red River, which is now known as Adams, Tennessee. After they had settled in the new home, some peculiar things started happening. The Bell family began hearing some bizarre noises, including dogs barking, chains rattling, rats chewing, and a woman whispering. Soon, that woman became known as the Bell Witch, and many people believe she's the ghost of a former neighbor of the Bell's, Kate Batts. Bats and the Bells had a dispute over land, and she had sworn vengeance on the Bell family before she died. Later on, Bell died from poisoning, and is rumored to be the work of the Bell Witch. Number 4. The Ghost of the Crescent Hotel, Eureka Springs, Arkansas Spend the night in the haunted Crescent Hotel in Eureka Springs, Arkansas, which opened in 1886. During construction, a worker named Michael was killed, and his ghost reportedly still haunts room 218. The hotel came under ownership of known medical fraud Norman Baker in 1937, who fancied himself a doctor. He turned the hotel into the Baker Cancer Hospital, claiming to have the cure for the disease. He did not, obviously. Patients who died under his care were buried right in the hotel's basement, which served as a makeshift morgue. He was arrested in 1940 but his patient's spirits are still said to remain. Because the hotel is still open, guests often say they see apparitions and hear noises during their stays. Sci-fi's ghost hunters even have footage of something moving in the basement. I think I actually saw that episode. That was actually a pretty freaky place. The, uh, they had like, maybe I might be getting this mixed up with another one, but there was like these weird tunnels in the basement that would they would use as like a way to kind of like move around the dead patients without the other patients seeing. It was really messed up. Number five, Huggin' Molly, Abbeville, Alabama. It's best to stay home when the sun sets in Abbeville, Alabama, if you want to avoid Huggin' Molly's chilling embrace. As the legend goes, beginning in the early 1900s, an oversized figure clad in all black began roaming the streets at night looking for unsuspecting victims. Once she fixates on someone, she hugs the person and screams loudly in their ears. Many people have recounted stories of being chased by what they believe was Huggin' Molly. Local parents have even taken advantage of the story to keep their children in line. The town embraces its nighttime warden, proudly calling itself the home of Huggin' Molly. There's even a family-friendly restaurant named after her. It's kind of nice. <laughs> I don't know if I like that one or hate that one. That's kind of a weird one. So number six is the Serency House Ghost. Serency, Georgia. The Serency clan began experiencing paranormal activities in present-day Serency, Georgia, in the 1870s. Family members reported witnessing objects soaring across the rooms, hearing laughter and crying, and seeing red eyes staring into the house. Food was thrown from their plates and utensils twisted in unusual shapes. The townspeople speculated that these occurrences were cries for help from spirits who thought their family would have been able to save them. On the day the family decided to finally leave the house, a fire iron allegedly floated up and started hitting one of the sons on the head. No one was ever brave enough to live in the house again, and the building went up in flames in 1925. I wonder if people put just lit that house on fire just to get rid of it. That's what I would do. That's a, that's a definite kill with fire moment, especially with something floating and smashing, let's say, your kid in the face. That's awful. So number seven is the Ghost of Bellamy Bridge. Mariana, Florida. For a taste of true haunting love, travel over the spooky bridge in Mariana, Florida, which has several ghost legends surrounding the structure. 
According to its official website, in the 1830s, Elizabeth Jane Croon Bellamy married local politician Dr. Samuel C. Bellamy on their wedding night. Her dress accidentally caught on fire, which covered the young bride in horrible burns. She initially survived, but eventually passed away. Elizabeth was buried along the banks of the Chipola River, and it was said that her love for her husband was so strong she couldn't rest. The deceased newlywed, dressed in white, can allegedly be seen wandering the banks from the vantage point of the bridge, which was built after she died. It's said that she appears on fire, either walking through the swamps or diving straight into the river, as if to douse the flames, or somberly walking along the side of the river. That one sounds almost like a um, mixture between a woman in white, where they walk down the street, or walked on the side of the road or side of the highway, and uh, if you stop and pick them up, you die or something like that. That's kind of like a weird hybrid. It's actually a really unique version of it. So number eight is the ghost of Deer Island, Biloxi, Mississippi. Back on May 20th, 1922, Anthony Raguzin, a.k.a. Mr. Tony, relayed his tale in a column in the Sun-Herald. He writes that in the early 1800s, two fishermen spent the night on Deer Island off Biloxi's coast. They heard noises that they ignored until it became impossible to do so. When they went to see what was causing the ruckus, they claimed they found a headless skeleton that ran after their pair. They immediately made a beeline for their boat and got off the island immediately. It's said that the bony frame belongs to a pirate who had his head chopped off by his captain, and his body was left behind as a ghastly guard to watch over buried treasure. Number 9. Zombie Road, Wildwood, Missouri Outside of St. Louis lies Zombie Road, a hotbed of ghostly activities. There are many scary stories stemming from Lawler Ford Road, its actual name. From sightings of indigenous spirits wandering the stretch to victims of trade accidents, there used to be active tracks there, like Della Hamilton McCullough, who was struck by a passing train. In the 1950s, it became a popular late-night teen hangout spot, with various murders happening in the area. It's also been rumored to be the home base of a murderer named Zombie, who escaped a mental asylum. These days, the stretch has been rechristened as a nature trail, but it's closed once night falls, with hefty fines for those who dare to trespass. There is a murderer named Zombie, and I've never checked that out. Okay, I'm going to definitely have to look into the murderer named Zombie, because that might be amazing. So number 10 is Dead Woman's Crossing, Weatherford, Oklahoma. This one's a regular murder mystery turned ghost story, according to Atlas Obscura. In the early 1900s, in Weatherford, Oklahoma, Katie DeWitt James left her home with her baby after she filed for divorce from her husband. She planned to move in with her cousin, but her family never heard from her. After an investigation, it turned out she had moved in with local prostitute Franny Norton. She was last seen leaving the house with Franny and her child in a carriage. Franny returned with the child, who was covered in blood, but without Katie. Her body was found later, along a nearby creek, with her head cut off. It was rumored that her ex-husband had killed her with Franny's help, but Franny claimed she wasn't involved in Katie's death. But on the day she was supposed to be questioned by the police, she poisoned herself. Katie's still around, though. She allegedly appears as a blue light floating around the town, and people have reported hearing a woman looking for her baby and the rolling sounds of wheels. Number 11. The Myrtle's Plantation, 
St. Francisville, Louisiana. Of the numerous spirits haunting this plantation, built in 1796 in St. Francisville, Louisiana, the most known entity is Chloe, according to the official website. It's said that the plantation owner, Clark Woodruff, carried on an affair with an enslaved person, Chloe, which he ended abruptly. She began to eavesdrop on his conversations, and he caught her. As punishment, he cut her ear off. She then poisoned the rest of his family with a birthday cake, leaving him alone. The other enslaved people knew what she had done and hanged her. She supposedly still remains on the property, with a photograph from 1992 where her spirit is reportedly visible. I know that was a little different than my normal creepypasta, scary story, zombie story things, but I really like this kind of stuff. I love some weird history, some weird occurrences that go along and pretty much anywhere in the world, but it is very interesting to hear it happening right here in the United States. So I hope you enjoyed it. Come back for some more scary stories or more stuff like this. And uh, as always, remember to face your fears. <laughs>